Hello, hello, hello. <clears throat> Welcome to the Wife Up Podcast. I'm so grateful that you guys are here with me today. Thank you for stopping by. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. And if you are returning guest, a returning guest, welcome back. I so appreciate you guys being here. My name is Dietra and I am your host. And today's topic is you got the job. Now you're slacking. Oh, meaning the job of being a wife. So let's get started. Two things I want to say first before we really, really get started. Number one, if you are a visual person like myself, I am um, recording this. I have a YouTube channel of the same name. And so I would love it if you went over there to check this out. And if you like the content, please, please like and subscribe and hit the bell button. That's what I hear other YouTubers say. So um, I would love for you guys to join me every single time I upload. And also, I want to say a quick little prayer before we get started. So Heavenly Father, my Abba, my King, thank you for this opportunity to hang out with the Wife of Fam again. Thank you, Lord, um, for us being able to talk about this topic today, God. I just want to help as many wives as I possibly can become the best wives that they can possibly be. And I'm a passionate, I have a passion for that, God. And I'm passionate about you. Um, just use these lips of clay. And I just want to glorify you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And so, yeah, you guys heard the topic today. I started out on the YouTube channel. I always say hello there first before I start recording here. And I said, some of y'all wives apply for the job, went on the interview, got the job and are about to get fired and don't even know it. Right. And so I say that because so many wives get the job and they start slacking. And so that's what we're going to unpack here today. So let's just start off by saying that we all know what it's like to apply for a job, right? We've all done that before, right? So you apply for the job and the title of the job is wife in this particular situation, right? That is the title. That is what we were aiming for to get that job. And that is the title, wife. So let's break down these steps. Step one, you saw the potential of the positioning, the position open up sorry, you saw the potential of the position opening up, right? When you first met your now husband, you saw the possibilities of what it could be. So you met him. Now, listen, let's, let's be honest, ladies, right? We can meet a guy immediately and either going to know one or two things. One, he's marrying type, marrying material, or has the potential to be a husband or two, we're just going to date him. Meaning we might go out to eat, we may go to the movies, but we have no intentions on marrying number two. But number one, yeah, he has potential. Okay. So what then? We look him up and down. He might be cute. He might be um, funny. He may be uh, just charismatic. And we might say, wow, he's, he's, he's nice. I like him. Like there's a possibility I could have his babies one day. I could see that. What we do, we see that immediately. Right? Don't front. Don't even try and play yourself. Um, you know that that's true. If it's somebody that we're interested in and if we want to get married one day, that is what it is that we're looking for. Like, he could possibly be my baby daddy. I mean, my husband and then my baby daddy, right? That's the way it's supposed to go. 
All right, so we're just like, okay, maybe we can marry this guy. So if we think he has potential, we move on to step number two. And step number two is recon. Step number two is research. Just like any job, you may research that company. You're going to look them up online, see if there's any complaints, see what the benefits are likely. What are people saying about this company, right? Same with this guy. We're going to look him up. It's easy nowadays. Goodness, social media. Huh? You on that man's page. You're looking for him like, I'm just going to, okay, okay. I see here. He, 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 okay. He dresses nice. I can see that. He looks like he has a good job. Oh, I like his car. Okay. He seems really nice. Oh, he has a dog. I like dogs. Okay. That's great. And wait a minute. Oh, who's that child? Who? He has children? Okay. Now for some of y'all, that may be a deal breaker. Like, no. Or some of y'all might be like, okay. But then you're like, oh, oh. Oh, that's his niece. Okay, I see. Who? Oh, that's his sister. Okay, they look alike. That's his niece. Okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. All right. Um, oh, his mama. There's a picture of him and his mama. He's a mama's boy. Okay, that could either play. That could play either way. That might be good. But either way, you see he has love for his mama. That's usually a good sign. We're like, okay, he loves his mama because if he loves his mom, the way he loves his mom will be the way he loves his wife. That's 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 what that means, right? All right, so you're doing recon. Okay, looking, in, he don't have a girlfriend. There seems to be no one really in his life like that. Okay, great. Then you move on to step three. If you like what you found out about the company, or if you like what you saw on social media about dude, what do you think? If you, if there's a possibility that you may like working there, what's the next best thing? What's the next thing that you're gonna do? You're gonna apply. You're gonna apply for the job right so a job job you're going to fill out the application you're going to send in your resume you know and please believe that when you're doing that you're going to put down all your best qualities you're going to leave out all the bad qualities right they're not they don't need to know about all those things right you're gonna put down all and and then guess what you're gonna make yourself look like a dream candidate and Right, you're looking forward to the interview, so that way you can explain away some things that are on that not or not on the resume or that any discrepancy that you may have. Same with you know, you can explain that ex-boyfriend, a crazy one, you know, or just whatever when you when you get with that person in person. When you get with that person in person, you can explain something. So the next thing is the interview. Okay, guys. Okay. The interview. Now, you go on this interview and to equate that the interview is dating so you go on an interview for a job you pulling out the stops right face made up beat hairs did nails did like you look like a million bucks you walk in there it's just like okay smell good you look like a woman that takes care of herself and you, when you go there, you're going to tell them all of your amazing qualities and what you can do for this company and how much of an asset you're going to be for the company. Like you're just everything. Oh, I'm coming come to work on time. And, you know, you can check on my past employee. Um, I'm, I'm excellent. Uh, employee. Um, I'm a team player. Uh, I have this company's best interest at heart. I'm an asset. You know, all those things that you're speaking for. And then you can explain away, like I said, any gaps in working, or you can explain away um, anything that just doesn't quite look right on the resume. They get to see you. They hear you talking. They get to see your personality. And you, your personality may be something that would win over someone else, right? 
that would be above someone else's. So that way they say, okay, I want this person versus the other person, right? Same when you're dating, same when you're dating this man, right? He's interviewing you the whole entire time. Okay, she can cook, she can clean, she can, like, not just cook. She can throw down in the kitchen. She puts her foot in everything like, oh my gosh, like, oh, right? Because that is a, just in case you ladies did not know that, if you're watching this and um, you're not married and you're just like, I can't cook, girl, please learn how to cook. Please learn how to cook. Even if you, even if he says, well, that's not really that important. Learn how to cook because there's something about making a homemade meal for your husband or for your man, for that matter. Because that could win him over, just FYI. So you don't have to keep buying food out, going out to eat or spending money that way. Why? When you can cook. And YouTube, there's YouTube channels about cooking. So I'm not even going to go keep going there. But I'm just, I just want you guys to know that. So cooking is important. Because that was one of the ways that my husband, because I fed him. A way to a man's heart is through his stomach. That is the truth, okay? You feed him some good home-cooked meals, he's going to be like... I need to go back to her house because she's going to cook because a man wants to eat, right? Okay, so when you're dating this man, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're taking care of his needs, you look good, you back him up in the paint, you love on him, uh, you talk about hopes and dreams and what your family will look like, you cater to him, uh, you is right or die, right? You make this man believe, you know what, I got you, boo. I got you. I got your back, your front, your side, your six, your all that. I got you. I got you. I am that chick. I am that. I got your back. So when you marry, I'm going to still have your back. That is what he's looking for. Who is going to be a team player? That's what he wants to know. Is she going to be on my team for the rest of my life? That's who I'm marrying. Right? So you do all this while you're dating. Okay. He feels safe with you and he decides that he wants to make you his bride. You pass the interview. You pass the interview. You get the job. Step five. You get married and you become his wife. Now listen. That day is glorious. It's amazing. All right. You don't change your name before the ink even dried on the marriage certificate that you signed. Like he, you, I, you are the missus. I'm Mrs. Such and Such. I I's married now and I'm the wife. Right? You don't let everybody know that. That you are proud to take his last name. You are proud to be his wife. You got him. That's your boo. Now, when you guys step six, when you guys get married, step five is you get married, you get the job, you get married. Step six, when you guys get married, right? Everything's still really good because you're still doing everything that you said, everything that you said you were gonna do. When you guys were dating, when he was interviewing you, now you're married and you're gonna do him, right? Cause that's your boo, you love him. You in love and you wanna do everything possible for this man. You wanna be his, not his everything, God is his everything, but you get what I'm saying? Like you want him to want for nothing. Everything he needs to find the wife he found in you. He's at finding the wife, finding the good thing, and he findeth you, found it. He findeth you, right? Okay, so. Um, when you first get the job, right? Let's just face it. There's a probation period. There is a po probation period, but we're not really talking about that now. When you first get the job, you're so in love with your husband that you do everything that, like I said, everything that you said you were going to do the same when you first get a job, not just because you're on probation, 
you do it because you you know, you know let me show everybody what I can do let me just show you I'm here yes I'm here and I'm qualified and this is yes I can do everything you know what I mean I'm gonna take care of my job your desk is all neat you don't even take lunch breaks or rather you take your lunch break but you back right half an hour 29 minutes you back 30 minutes you're at your desk like seriously you don't play you don't even take them 15 minute breaks that you get they have to force you to take them like ma'am you have it's, it's the law you have to take a 15 minute break go take your break please right and you're that employee because you like i like my job and i and i take pride in this job and i'm gonna do the best job that i can possibly do i'm gonna be the best wife that i can possibly be and then step seven i hate this saying you guys probably know already what i'm about to say i can't i just don't like this saying it is the honeymoon is fill in the blank. You guys know it over. Yes, the honeymoon is over. People say that. So what happened? People say that the honeymoon is over because life gets in the way. Real life gets in the way. You kind of get to know this person now. His his or her idio- his idiosyncrasies. He's learning your idiosyncrasies. Like you guys are like I who is this person he never used to do this when we were dating like what is it can pick it up like what is it why is it that you can't pick up behind yourself why is it that you can't put the toilet seat down why is it that you you know i don't understand who is why what is this that i'm seeing now right so little things start adding up or, you know, money, things with money and bills and the way people pay bills. And you get to really see things now about a person, just like he's starting to see things about you. And the same thing with the job, right? Start getting a little bit comfortable at job at the job. And you notice that, you know, other people are taking a little bit longer lunches, not coming back when they're supposed to. Or you notice that, um, uh, the little 15 minute breaks are really kind of 20 minute breaks, you know, and you just rush back to your desk. You're on the phone, taking personal phone calls when you shouldn't be doing it. Like things, you start slacking. You start slacking a little bit, right? And when you first got the job, every single day, like, like I said, you didn't take breaks. Um, you didn't come back late. You were working at a higher standard. And that's the same thing when you first get married. Your standards are high for your marriage, for your husband. You know, your standards are high. So it's just like, you know, there's certain things that just not going to fly because that's my husband. That's my boo. That's my, we're not, we're not, you know, there's nothing going on, nothing wrong going on here. We're going to fix that really quickly. Well, let's talk about the probation period for a second because it still kind of ties into that. When you're on a job, there is a probation period. And for some people, they know that. That's why they're like on their P's and Q's, you know, they dot all their I's and cross all their T's in the job in the beginning because they're like, I'm on probation, so I'm going to do whatever. But some people, for some people, it's not about the probation. It's just about pride, taking pride in having a new job. And like, you know what? I really, really want high standard. Like, I really, really want to show up and I want people to know that about me. But for some people, it is a probation period. But some people, they're just like, let me just get my foot in the door. Once I get past this probation period, this job is mine. It's going to be a lot harder for them to fire me. So let me just do what I need to do for the time being. And then once I get the job, then I'm going to slack off just a little bit. People do that. People start, like I said, taking longer breaks, 
talking on um, personal phone calls, taking days off um, unnecessarily. I just don't feel like going in, coming in, like I said, coming in late. Um, lunch periods are longer than they should be gossiping at work like people are just doing the most and not the same person that showed up for the interview same 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 concept people are treating their marriage like they're not on probation anymore honestly the probation period in marriage could be three months it could be three years it could be 13 years it could be 30 years Probation, I feel like marriage, it should not have a probation period because it's still death to you part. But what happens is people start getting complacent. People start stop doing what it is that they said they were going to do. And that same person that he was dating is not the same person that you are now. The same person that said that they was going to do X, Y, and Z or A, B, and C. Now it's like, I ain't doing that why I don't feel like it. I don't want to and you don't deserve it or whatever your reason is why you're not doing the same thing that you said you were going to do or that you used to do and your high level standard of being a wife has now gone down here you can't see down there but it's given I'm saying it's not the same your standards have changed you've become complacent you have started looking at your husband in a different light almost like you ain't my boss no more or I don't care if I get fired oh please let me talk about that really quickly please let me talk about that some ladies some of you wives sorry some wives are about to get fired and they don't even realize it oh seriously some wives some of y'all are sitting there thinking he ain't going nowhere whatever Oh, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Some of y'all are doing that. I've seen women talk about their husbands in such a way that it's uncomfortable. I've seen women look, look at their husbands like, nobody's going to want him. If he wants to leave, let him leave. Why would you say that? Why would you who signed up to be his wife till death do you part? Why would you now say that you don't care if he leaves? You don't care if you get replaced and you don't care if you get fired. Some of y'all care. You just don't know you're about to get fired. What What is getting fired or replaced? So let me just say that for all of you women that are out there thinking no other woman is going to want your husband or y'all are looking at your husband like, oh, he don't, he's not even cute anymore. He's 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 bald and he's you know not as sexy as he was before let me tell you something that's the same man that you married you probably not looking uh just as good yourself okay that's a whole nother episode but nonetheless nonetheless you're looking at him crazily when you should be looking at him with the same eyes as you had with him or for him the same day that you guys got married that same love that you had he's still the same man even if he made some changes, he's still the same man that you said, I do too. That you said, I'm going to stick with him till death do us part for the rest of our lives. Okay. But don't make that assumption that no other woman is going to want him. Please. I've heard women make that mistake. And I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I'm here to tell you that there are women out there that would take your husband in a heartbeat and make him hit her own. And on top of that, 
like when you see him again, he'll be a completely different person because she poured into him. You were like, that's not, Michael wasn't like that before. Michael going to the gym. Michael looks amazing. Well, he wasn't doing that when he was with me because you weren't doing your job. How about that? How about that? You weren't doing your job. You weren't building him up. You weren't pouring into him. You weren't making him feel love. You weren't respecting him. You weren't building into him. You weren't doing your job. And so there are women out there. They are praying. What's that word? Is that the right word? When you pray, pray like a praying, praying. Your husband is praying. Your husband is praying. Because, sorry, allergies. Because um, like on YouTube, there are women showing other women how to get a sponsor. And for those of you that don't know what a sponsor is, a sponsor is a man that takes care of a woman's bills, her needs. He gives her money. He takes her out. And a lot of those men are married. I heard that was huge in Atlanta, which makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of um, ineligible men in Atlanta for women. They're gay. There's a lot of gay men in Atlanta. So the, the pickings are slim. And so what's happening in Atlanta is that men are able to have not all, obviously, but there are some men that have a wife and a girl. Ti saying about that, my oh, oh, one of his rapper friends saying in one of his songs, "My girl got a girlfriend." Like what? What? That is a real thing. So there are women on the internet showing other women, telling other women they have channels how to find a sponsor and how to keep your sponsor and things you need to do. And a lot of times, those sponsors are married men. And these women, they know how to keep it unmessy. They know what they do is they're like, listen, I'm not really trying to get feelings for this man, but he's taking care of my whole entire life. So I'm going to take care of him. They make your husband feel like a king because you're not doing your job. Woo. I don't know how y'all do that. I'm, I, that's not never going to be me. I will a throw if my husband ever even thought to do that, but he doesn't need to. He doesn't need he doesn't ever need to do that because I'm all he needs. God, Jesus is all he needs. We give what I'm saying here on this earth, me and his, me as his wife, whatever it is that I need to do, that's what I'm going to do. And I mean, whatever it is that I need to do that God will say yes to, you know what I'm saying? But I want to be that wife for him. And so there are women out there looking for sponsors. They're going to treat your husband like a king. There are women in other countries right now that would keep treat your husband like a king. It's happening. So for those of you that are like, yeah, no, no man is going to, no, no woman is going to want him. Don't sleep. Don't be naive and don't be stupid. There are women out there that would take your man. They would take him. They will take him and love on him and make him build him up. Have him puffing his chest out because he's supposed to make him feel like a man and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Ooh, baby. So when I say that you might be getting fired right now, there's a possibility that your husband is looking at somebody else. There's a possibility that he's entertaining the thought of entertaining someone else. There's a possibility that he's wondering what would my life be like if I wasn't with her? You don't know what you're doing. And step up to the plate and do what you're supposed to do as a wife. You made the vows. You said you were going to love him for the rest of your life. You said that. To death do you part. You said that. In sickness and in health, 
You said that. And for some reason, somewhere along the line, you've lost that. It's time for you to reread those vows and say, you know what, God? I might not like the way things are between my husband and myself right now, but I made a vow to not only him, I made a vow to you. And because I made that vow to you, I know that you can turn everything around in this marriage. And I also know that I can have an amazing marriage with you at the center of it. And I also know that there are blessings and favor and all types of things that God has for you and your husband in your union, in your covenant that you haven't even tapped into yet. So I just wanted to let you know that you have things that you need to do. You got the job. It's time for you to actually earn your paycheck. Do what you're supposed to do as an employee so you can keep the job. Do what you're supposed to do as a wife so you can keep your husband. So in the beginning, you made your husband believe that you were going to be that wife. You did everything. You did everything more than likely, right? Obviously, there's special, there's different circumstances where people got married for other reasons or people just did it on a whim or whatever. I'm talking about like your standard. You met someone, you were dating him. He decided, yes, I want her to be my wife. And then you guys got engaged and then you guys got married and then everything was good initially. And then something happened. And things happen in marriage. It could be kids. You guys had kids and you're tired. You're always, you know, with the kids and he's working two or three jobs and you guys are just, you know, further and further apart. Yes, that could happen. But it does not mean it has to be the end of your marriage. You can have a beautiful marriage. You can. And all the things that you said you were going to do in this marriage, you need to start doing again. The way you used to take care of him, the way you used to look at him, the way, the things that you used to do to make him feel like a man. And he felt like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like he felt like popping his collar or, you know, just, it just felt so good when he was with you. Those are the things that you used to do for him. It's time for you to start doing those things again. You're his wife. You signed up for this. You said you wanted to do this. Why do some men cheat? Because the woman that showed up for the interview has left the building. The woman that got hired is not the same woman that he's married to right now. I mean, you look the same and physically you're all the same, but in here and in here, you're not the same. And like I said, things happen in marriages. They are, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Things do happen. That's what's supposed to happen. But what I'm saying is that keeping God in the center of your marriage is the absolute key. So that way, when things are going rough, you point back to God. When you're having issues, you point back to God. When you're arguing, you point back to God. He called you out your name, you point back to God. You have any issues with your children, you point back to God. You think your husband is cheating on you, you point back to God. Or he has cheated on you and you've forgiven him and you're just like still living in this unforgiveness, whatever the case may be. But you turn all of that over to God because God can fix everything. I want all wives to look at that job description 
the very that job description that they signed up for and say I'm going to be that person again because a lot of us it's just complacency it's looking at that person our husband and saying you're not worth me my effort anymore oh you look at your husband and you say whether you physically say that like verbally say that you're saying it with your actions you're saying it with everything you're not worth me showing up anymore that person that thought that you were going to be x y and z you're not that person so i'm not showing up for him anymore You still have a job to do as a wife. You still have to show up. You still have to treat him like a king. You're his backbone. You are his support system. You guys are on the same team. You have to show up. Even on days where it seems like it's hard. Are you building your husband up? Are you loving on him? Are you respecting him? Are you doing the, you know, I'm I'm gonna look good, face beat, nails done, hair done, or are you just like, you know, I had kids, I'm not doing it. I've heard women say that. I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Listen, find the time. This is still your job. You didn't get fired yet. This is still your job. And please, 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 whatever you do, don't act like you don't care if you get fired. You and that man have decided to build a life together and you have the opportunity to do that. Don't let go of your job. Start treating your job with the respect and the high standard that you set in the beginning. Bring it back to that. And if you need help, ask God. Because he can do that. He can turn everything around. Give you fresh eyes for your husband. Make you want to love on him again. I'm telling you. Our God can do that. He can do that. So, I just wanted to share that with you guys. And... uh, Have a great rest of your day. Bye for now.